Welcome to Flash Fiction from Giant's Reach by Steve Cook. Hey all, no podcast last week because it is almost the end of term and the workload is incredible at the moment, but uh, I did find time to sit down and write another part to the current uh, story. So uh, here is uh, part three. I'm hoping as summer comes on, I'll have more time to sit and write these ahead of time and record them, uh, set a few up so that uh, I have a cue. Um, so uh, yeah, look forward to more regular podcasts. The Dimming, Part 3 The journey home was agony, as Joanna watched her mother's life slowly ebb away. Some sort of wasting disease, the healers had called it. Whatever it was, yellow dust treatment only made it worse, and they didn't have much to spare anyway. At least tidying up her mother's affairs in Centrum had been easy. A rented room in a tenement building a job at a workhouse for which she had already been replaced, and a few friends to inform. Most had expressed their sympathy, though none had offered to help. The House of Healing had supplied a wheeled chair, and as she pushed her sleeping mother through the dark streets of Little Grange, Joanna was finally able to turn her thoughts to Brock. None of the letters she had written in the previous week had been replied to, and when she had tried to send a message by Hawk, the guild messenger had denied the request. Quarantine, the bird had said. Nothing in, nothing out. Not uplifts, anyway. New guidance from the council. Now a new worry grew in her, one only compounded by the sight of a large metal wagon that lay in the village square. Lanterns hung from its corners, shedding enough light to see the scene. Several armoured guards, all humans, stood around it, holding off a thin line of humans backed up by a couple of uplifts. For the last time, a man's voice echoed from the roof of the wagon, Little Grange is perfectly safe for humans. Only uplifts need to worry. They're our friends! Someone in the crowd shouted as Joanna came up to the back of the circle. The man on top of the wagon was dressed in a long black tunic, the only adornment, a small silver badge that winked in the lantern light. Look at him! He needs help! The villagers surged slightly to push an uplift into the light. He moved quite unresistingly, a ginger tomcat that blinked stupidly in the light. Even his eyes seemed dull, his tail barely even flicking despite the mud that caked it from where it dragged along the ground. He blinked and licked his lips. Hello? Is this a party? He's so docile, Joanna murmured, as the villagers began to shout again. But none of the uplifts in the city were like this. Disperse, the man on the wagon shouted over the rising hubbub. Go home. We will be here for a week, monitoring the situation and answering any questions you have. To underscore his words, the guards all took a step forward their hands on the hilts of swords still sheathed at their waists. Grumbling, the crowd began to break apart into smaller clumps, the uplifts being led gently away. 
As fast as she could, Joanna made her way back to the house. Her mother was still asleep as she gingerly wheeled her over the threshold and into the front room, but the house felt dead, quiet. She tucked another blanket around her mother, still slumbering, and went looking for Brock. He wasn't in the house, and he didn't respond to her quiet calls into the garden. She set off, lengthening her search radius a little more every time she went back to check on her mother. She made it as far as old farmer Tuck's fields before she found the badger, ploughing long furrows through the rich soil. The moon was almost down, the stars dimming. Brock! What are you doing? He jerked around at the sound of her voice. Oh, Joanna, nice to see you. He looked up at the sky, nose twitching. Guess I worked a little late, huh? A little... Brock, how long have you been out here? She moved to his side, noting the matted fur, the paws caked with mud up to the wrist. Oh, uh, well... Uh, Farmer Tuck said it needed ploughing, and the humans went home, and no one told me to stop, so I thought I had to carry on. Seems like a nice night, at least. You did the whole field? By yourself? Well, some of the others helped some, to start with. Anyway, I I like it out here. Brock stretched. I I should finish up. You should come home, get clean. We can sort this out in the morning, but... Joanna ignored his weak protests, and when she led him gently by the claw, he followed her all the way home. You've been listening to Flash Fiction written for my Patreon, Giant's Reach. If you'd like to become a supporter, go to patreon.com forward slash Giant's Reach, where you can find more fiction just like this, 